Today, the workplace is more dynamic and diverse than it's ever been. Four generations coming together to contribute to our economy's growth. But new challenges in the workplace are growing each and every day. This podcast brings corporate leaders to you, sharing solutions and strategies to enhance your company's culture and bring your people together. Rise Up For You presents its newest podcast series, Workplace Solutions, People Matter. Welcome. This is the Rise Up For You Workplace Solutions podcast. We are so honored to be here. Every single Wednesday, we bring incredible thought leaders and executives from the corporate space to talk with us about workplace solutions, company culture, leadership, soft skills, and so much more. And I am super honored to have Lori Torito here with us today. Lori, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I'm super excited. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we always love to start off the episode by giving our guests an opportunity to brag. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself, the great work that you've done. I know you have a very extensive background, so please share with us. Sure, absolutely. Um, You know, I kind of like to think of myself really as somebody who loves to solve complex problems with people and organizations and and ignite sparks. And so right now what I work at Intel and I uh, develop a people competencies for the supply chain and i really help our supply chain excel in addition to that i'm an executive coach at intel and so i work a lot with our leaders and our executives in terms of building all the kinds of skills and abilities they need for leading people and organizations forward and um, it's such an honor to be here i know um, one of the areas we've been working on lately at um, in the supply chain at intel is around data analytics and around how to utilize um, people capabilities in order to further the technical aspects of our um, of our organization. So it's really great to be here. Thank you. And this is a you know what this is an interesting subject that I that I, I want to jump into is oftentimes when we think about leadership or soft skills, and then we think about technology, we think that they're like resistant to each other. <laughs> right. Right. So anyone that you know is in that technology space or maybe considers themselves you know, like a chief technology officer, that the leadership components or the qualities aren't as important. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, they're super important. And actually recently what what we've done in, in the company I work for is redone our technical readiness indicators to align to exactly the same kind of indicators that we look for in our executives leading organizations. Because in reality, Leading thoughts and leading the technical roadmap for our our, uh, company also includes leading people towards that. I mean, nothing happens just through the mind. It all happens through relationships. And so really getting good at cultivating the kind of relationships that help you forward a a good technical thought and gather people to to rally around that takes a tremendous amount of what we call soft skills that aren't really so soft. They're kind of hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I say that all the time. I'm soft skills are easy to understand, but the implementation and not the so much. shifting the behaviors, not so much. We're, we're right on the same page, Lori. So, you know, it's interesting that you said that because when I think about leaders and oftentimes when our company is working with leaders and executives, we go to emotional intelligence first. Mm-hmm. We say like, let's start here because this really is the foundation for moving forward as a positive leader and creating that transformation. What would you say are some really key factors that are important for positive leadership today in 2020? Knowing that, you know, we're moving out of the pandemic, for example, 
I think we can all agree that for the most part, most industries are going to remain hybrid. Nothing is going to go back completely to, to the normal, the way that we had it before. Right. So what would you say now are the skills that a leader really needs to cultivate and tap into? Well, first and foremost is self-awareness. I think it all starts there in terms of really understanding yourself and what you're up to. Um, a lot of times we're not even aware of how many times we're operating out of our personality or our ego, which oftentimes gets triggered throughout the day, right? So becoming aware of what are your triggers and how you interact with the world can help you become aware of what the impact is on those around you. But beyond that, then I think it's really around um, authenticity, right? We really need to be able to show um, as leaders that we can be vulnerable too, because that allows the people around us to feel safe and secure. So cultivating that psychological safety in those around us takes a tremendous amount of as you mentioned emotional intelligence self-awareness and then being you know ability to be vulnerable and, and humble in the fact that you're also human and learning as you go right so that role models to the rest of the organization it's okay to not be perfect and uh, so that way you get the bad information as well as the good so you can operate on it faster how does a leader do that? So, you know, it, I think it's easy for a leader to create, you know, maybe an authentic space for other people, but the team is still looking at the leader to have that authenticity and vulnerability, right? And sometimes what we see with leaders is that they want the team to have that authenticity, but maybe they're not displaying it. How does a leader really make that decision, that conscious decision to say, okay, I'm going to break the ice a little bit here? without continuing to listen to maybe that fear or those thoughts that say, keep that that barrier, keep that wall, you know, don't show emotions, even though we know that that can really help support and bridge the gap with communication and teams. What are your thoughts with that? I'm just curious. Yeah, it's, it's scary. Um, you know, I, I started this uh, whole journey on vulnerability like years ago, just trying to become curious about what is this and what does it take to be vulnerable? And I'm no Brene Brown, so I'm not going to try and step in her. <laughs> but one of the things is just becoming aware of yourself. Um, so, you know, one of the things I started to notice is how often people say things like, well, to be honest, you know, so to be honest, I didn't finish that project. To be honest, I didn't finish that book, right? And and it started cluing me into some of the words that we use to kind of work our way into vulnerability. Like I'm about to say something that is a little scary, and so I'm going to kind of test the waters to say I'm I'm going to be honest here. So give me some space, right? So I think it's becoming aware of where are those places you feel vulnerable, and what are your ways in which you try and make yourself feel less vulnerable in the space. To be honest, it's a very safe way to make yourself feel less vulnerable. There's other not so skillful ways to make yourself feel less vulnerable, which turn into maybe putting up a shield or being defensive or hypercritical, right? And so it's just understanding what are all those parts of you? What are they about? Because they're really there to protect you in some way, but what are they protecting you from? And do you really need protection? I think working with a coach is really helpful because that's a safe place for you to kind of process through what am I about? And how do I keep it out? Yeah. Yeah. You bring up a really, really, really great point because, and I'm sure you can see this with some of your team members and we see this with our clients. Sometimes it's just the languaging, but like mm -hmm. the languaging isn't there, you know? And then once they talk it out and they verbalize it and they get comfortable, then the next time they do it with their team or with their clients or whoever, it's a lot easier. But, you know, that's an interesting point when you were saying about, to be honest, I use, I was just thinking, I use to tell you the truth, right? <laughs> or if I want to speak frankly. So that's interesting because we do, we have like those little pivot phases that, that say, okay, I'm about to be vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> 
please be, go easy on me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love that. Is there anything else that you would say, you know, you're, you're in the workforce right now, you're doing coaching as well. Mm -hmm. As we're moving into this new space, which again, I think we're all trying to figure out a long, you know, a year ago, we were trying to figure out how to work remotely in COVID. Right. Now we're kind of moving out of that phase in some places. What does that look like? What can leaders expect? And that might be a big question, but what can they expect in how to show up? I think that's the bigger, bigger key question is how can they show up as positive leaders as we continue to move forward? Yeah, I think it's going to be another interesting pivot. Um, one that I've been thinking about as well. So, so pre-pandemic, right, I, I have teams that are at lots of different sites across the U.S., so we're not at the same site, but there was a, a bunch of us at the same site. And I never quite got those that sat at remote sites, how they might've felt disconnected. Once we all went home, it was, oh, this is what it must feel like because we're now all spread out and there's a level playing field. So there was no um, a group of us that could get in a room and talk more often than, than others. So there, that was an uneven playing field, right? Now, when we go back to a hybrid, I think it'll be, let's not just go back to the way we were, but what did we learn about evening the playing field so that everybody could feel included and how do we create that now in a hybrid model where we're again not all going to be together and we're not going to be all together in probably the populations that we've been used to so we might have to carry back some of the things that we did um, while we're home like more camera usage even when we're in the office right just so that we can have the connections so how do we learn to like take what we have and now iterate into the new environment that, that's that's a very that's a great point. I uh, yeah, I'm just thinking. Yesterday, I, I had a networking event. It was the first one in 13 <laughs> months, <laughs> and I happened to be the chair of that event of the of the group. But it was hybrid, and so for the first time, I was finding myself like using technology and speaking to the screen, and then turning to everybody in the room. And it was a very interesting dynamic. But while I was doing it, I was thinking, okay, I think this is going to become the new norm. Is engaging as a leader in multiple formats mm -hmm. to really help the team feel connected and, and inclusive. So it's a, I think it's a great point that you mentioned. Well, I think that's a great point in that I think we should always carry forward a learning mindset that, that we're always in constant change. So um, to be good at having a learning mindset that we're always learning and adjusting and adapting. So it's okay to feel like I'm not sure what's happening here, but I'll figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. Everything's figure outable from Marie Forleo. <laughs> Lori, thank you so much. We love to have these like fast-paced conversations that add a lot of value. I'd love to go into what we call our our main section. It's our fire section. And I just want to start by asking you if you can leave the world with one final message. We call it the golden nugget. What would your golden nugget be to everyone? Um, I think my golden nugget would be um Think big, dream big, and act now. I think people, you know, wait. They wait for everything to be in place before they act. And it's like, just take steps now because you'll figure it out. Like we just said, it'll things will fall in place and you'll learn and you'll adjust. So go big and act now. Great. And if you can um, say one, I always like, we talk a lot about values. I know I'm sure you do as well. What's one value that's a complete non-negotiable for you? Yeah, and I don't know if it's necessarily value, but when I think about it, I think about passion. It's like whatever I decide that I'm going to do, I bring all of me to it. 
Um, it's not like you just, you know, go, well, I'll try that and I'll just try it on, but I'll really be on the sidelines. It's like, I'm passionate and I like people around me to be passionate. So if you're not loving what you're doing or you're not passionate and believe in what you're doing, then find the thing that actually makes you passionate. So I believe totally in just be passionate, whatever you're doing. Absolutely. And before I ask the final question, how do we connect with you? Where can we find out more about you, Lori, or perhaps connect with you on LinkedIn? Help us out. Yep, LinkedIn, Lori Torito, you can find me there and definitely connect with me there. Wonderful. And our final question is, as you know, we are Rise Up For You. So I always love to end the episode with asking, what does Rise Up For You mean to you when you initially hear it? Well, you know, I'm a huge music buff. And so the Andre Day song, Rise Up, you know, just starts playing in my head. And so, but I, what I really love about that song, and that's what I think about is, it's basically another human being saying, hey, I, I see in you that, that potential that, you know, you can rise up and I'm going to walk with you, right? So it's, you know, how humans helping humans, you know, walk the path together. I think that's what I think of. Awesome. I love that you're a music buff. Are you a past musician or is it just a passion for you? Just a passion. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Lori, thank you so much. It's been such an honor to have you here. Thank you everyone that was tuning in. If you have any questions for Lori, please put them in the chat. I know she'll get back to you and she'll connect with you. It's been an Absolutely. honor to be here. Again, we're here every Wednesday, Workplace Solutions Podcast. We actually have two podcasts. So we have one called Become Your Best. That's over on our Facebook page. And that's all about the individual self-worth, confidence, career navigation, wealth, health, and fitness, mind, body, soul. And this one is specific to leadership, the corporate workspace, and again, the workplace. So thank you for joining us. And I will see you next Wednesday. Thank you again, Lori. Thank you.